0: Welcome back to It's About Magic. Thank you so much for being here. This week we're going to continue discussing the Fairy Realm and the Fae. I'm going to give you today an introduction of who they are, an overview of what they're here to do on the planet, how you can work with them, and what they've shared with me, some of the misunderstandings that we may hold about them. So the way I see the Fae um, and how they've communicated to me is that they are a higher dimensional frequency being and they're here to take care and protect the Earth while also supporting the Earth's ascension. So as the Earth begins to release, emit a higher frequency state, the Fey are here to help anchor that in. They have spent, I don't know, millennia living in and amongst the Earth Earth's realm. It's hard for me and for them to know how much exact time Um, Because they say everything is happening all at once and nothing is happening at once. And from my understanding of time is that it's all perspective on who we are and that timelines are constantly converging all the time. So they just say they've spent millennia, meaning it's been a very long time. They're often known as the elementals meaning that they're connected to the five elements, earth, air, fire, water, and ether. In our world, we will call the fae beings, gnomes, sprites, devas, guardians, fairies, elves, pixies, the she, dryads, challengers. I often experience the fae of Versions of trees or shrubs as if they shape shift into them so that I can see them. And you will begin to notice them in the forest when you're walking, and a breeze comes up out of nowhere, and it's only one tree that's kind of rustling. That's the fake. These types of fae, like the gnomes and the sprites and the devas, they are, more, um, they are more known on our world through our fairy tales, through history that has been passed down. And while they're different, they all have this same purpose here, which is to work with the earth's energy and to support and care for the earth. I also work with what I call the Cosmic Fae and these Fae feel very different to me. Um, They feel at a much more high frequency and what they tell me is that they are actually fairy from other star systems and they are here to work with the fairy of this realm as well as those of us who are connected to the fae and desire to work with them. So why are the fae here on the planet? Their prime directive is to care for the earth. They are her guardians, and they are also expressions of her. Just like we are, they are of the earth, but they—they they are more of a full expression of her. They play in the elements of her, earth, air, fire, water, ether, and they're very much at home, um, shape-shifting into them and dancing with those elements. They work with them very naturally and use those elements to create magic. The Fae arrived here around the same time the Earth was formed, long before our current memory or history allows us to remember. And they shared with me that they quickly learned that the Earth is heavy. It's in this third dimensional and fifth dimensional reality that the Earth exists, which is quite dense and far more dense than their natural energetic expression. And so when the Fae learned how heavy it was, well, the Fae did what they did best and they decided to play with it. Meaning, instead of being taken out by the density, they thought, okay, what can we do to make this fun? They told me that coming to this planet was originally, it felt quite hard, like their energetic fields were pulled down. But they also quickly saw how beautiful and engaging and fun the earth is. And so they learned to play in duality, in the light and the dark, they also have showed me flashes of how it didn't always used to be as heavy as it is now, but it was still denser than what they um, what they emitted so because they mastered the art of living on planet Earth, they mastered the art of dancing in duality they take their playful energy and they play like the wind. They play like the water. They camouflage themselves in the trees. Because of this deep uh, connection with duality, fairies will always tell you that everything is both because in their mind, in their experience, it always is. And because here on this planet it always is, there is always both existing in one moment. They will also tell you that you could go one way or another way because to them the idea of anything direct or short and simple it's not as it's not as interesting, right they came onto this planet and it was very heavy and boring. And so they're like, how can we make this more interesting? We as humans sometimes want these very direct answers. But to the fairy realm, it's simply not that way. Otherwise, life is quite boring. And so this is why they see clearly how something is everything and nothing all at once. And because of this, there are many mixed messages about the fae. They can be seen as tricksters, as beings that cause you to get lost and go missing. There are even stories of fairies stealing babies. There are tales of places, especially in Ireland and Scotland, where they have identified that there is a fairy tree or ring, a piece of the earth that the fae are very protective over and have a very high-frequency type energy and are sacred to the Fae. And so in Ireland and Scotland, you can you can look this up, they will build roads around the, these trees or these spaces so as not to disturb the fairy, And the story often goes that they do this because the people are afraid of the Fae, afraid of what the fae will do to the people if they disturb their sight. From my interpretation of what the fairy tell me, they're simply doing their job. And because humans have not yet learned to play in duality, meaning to dance between good and bad, we stick to the labels of of good and bad. For a long time, the fae lived quite openly You can think of the time of the legend of King Arthur, the time of the Vikings, Lemuria, Atlantis, and they have always inhabited the forests, rivers, mountains, rocks, and the inside of the earth. How do you connect with them? The Fae value people who play, who are open-minded and willing to see beyond the illusion of what we deem reality, this collective agreeance about what reality is. The Fae also love it when you talk about them. They love being talked about and brought into conversation. You can also offer them something if you're out walking anywhere really, any tree that speaks to you, any shrub I would often find fairy rings where it looked like there was this perfect circular patch of clover and you can leave them something like a piece of chocolate, honey on a leaf, a little crystal, a shiny dime or penny or even a piece of your hair. If you have nothing to offer, you can offer a piece of yourself. You can even simply say hello if you're not sure. You can simply say hello to the Fae if they're around. They are also a helpful race. They Remember, they came here to the earth to help the earth. And they love to help. They see such such potential in humanity. And so you can ask them for help. Ask them to take care of your home, your car, your bicycle, I asked them to take care of my cat. They have found my cat Lumen for me. They have also found my lost keys and debit cards. You will easily connect to them when you go for walks in nature, in a park, down your street it doesn't even need to be anything specific just start looking at the natural environment whether it's the grass or the shrubs or the trees and begin opening your eyes to the potential of fairies simply putting on that childlike wonder and looking through the eyes of a child of going i wonder if there are fairies this will most likely have them show themselves to you. And so how do you see them? You watch for twinkles out of the corner of your eye, leaves moving in the breeze. Because remember, the fae exist in the unseen. But the unseen is only how we currently perceive our life. If you're willing to see or feel or hear, you will see them. So when I say to see or feel or hear the Fae, I'm talking about what I call the subtle art of noticing. Because this is where it's super important to begin widening your senses and setting aside the doubt in your mind or giving the doubtful mind something to play with by saying I wonder. And this is where imagination comes in. Possibility comes in. I will hear the fey through an inner hearing. It's this subtle sense inside of me that I can hear there the sound of them. Sometimes it's like bells. Sometimes it's this subtle whisper. And it's not like I'm hearing something from outside, but it's more inside. I also see the fey, especially in my journeys or in my meditations. And I see them in the trees and in the twinkles of light and out of the corner of my eye. And I feel the fey through an inner sense So whenever I begin talking about them, I feel them come closer. This is the subtle art of noticing where you you use your current senses. So what you see, feel, hear, touch, smell, speak. And you drop to an internal experience of them. And you see what comes up. A way to begin supporting this subtle art of noticing is to begin practicing sitting in stillness. You don't have to have your eyes closed. You don't need to be meditating, but just sitting outside and watching the world go by, watching the trees or sitting inside and watching the trees from your window. This begins to train your mind and your senses to start noticing things that are beyond the obvious. Start noticing what is in the unseen realms. Let's talk about how the Fae have gone underground. They've gone underground a couple times that I know of. The first time they went underground, they literally went into the center of the earth and its caves. And this was when the earth went black, which is what I spoke about in my last podcast, the time I first met the fairy, my soul first met the fae. They went underground to not only take care of themselves, but also to begin healing and helping the earth heal from the inside out. And slowly they began emerging again after this. The second time they went underground was during what we sometimes call the Newtonian era. This was in the, began in the late 1700s. And this is when the age of logic and reasoning came in. This is when imagination took a back seat. It was considered not as, real. Creativity was something to, was something for children and artists. And so the Fae are all about imagination and possibility. And so what happened here, this was also around the times of when the witch burning started, there was a need for them to go underground because they were not understood and it wasn't good for them to be out. They still showed themselves to those of us who would see them, but they became, they took a back seat and really stepped into the stories that we tell of fairy tales, right? Where they were with children, or then the stories of where they stole children or caused people to go missing. And this is because they are simply not logical. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Everything is is as it is and nothing is like it at all. All at the same time. And so logic to them doesn't make sense. The Newtonian era didn't make any sense. They see and live beyond the illusion of duality and separateness and see it all as one, yet they see it all as separate. (laughs) This is how they, they communicate, right? It can be a little bit of a... A mind fuckery for our heads, our human brains that are so logical about things. So it can be sometimes challenging to get a straight answer from them, but they'll give you signs and guide you. As you begin connecting with them, it's about learning to be okay to be in the unknown, to not knowing to being like, okay, I don't know if this doesn't make sense for my brain, but I'm going to trust this or I'm going to play with this. Because they don't even really ask you to trust them. They just want you to play with them. They just want us to play in the possibility of what could be. So let's turn to the the bad fairies. And I say that in quotation marks, because this is a really interesting topic to me and, and to them. And from my perspective, there will always be what we call bad because this is the polarity or duality that we dance in on this realm. This is what's called the principle of polarity from the Hermetic Laws. And I don't know if this is true elsewhere on other planets, but I know that here on Earth, this is what we experience. We experience the principle of polarity. When there is light, there is dark. When you have a feeling of joy, there will also be a feeling of grief. And this simply is true for our experience here. And while we experience this as humans on this planet, there will also be other energetic beings other than us who also live by this law because this is the law on this planet. And it may be true in the universal laws. I'm not 100% sure about that. I would love to hear if you know. First off, when we talk about the bad fairies, most of the bad fairies are sorely misunderstood. We humans are projecting constantly our beliefs, emotions, pain onto each other, onto animals, onto things, onto stories, onto snippets and articles that we read in the newspaper. We will interpret an experience or something that we view based on our personal lenses from our past experiences and our belief systems. Second, just because a fey plays a trick on you or doesn't help you, it doesn't mean they're bad. Tricks are often their way of getting you on track and sometimes they don't want to help you because you haven't built a relationship with them. Just like how if something is perceived to be a roadblock for us in our life, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's not an incredibly useful roadblock, right? It's just that we don't like it because it's not going our way. Now, just like humans, it is possible to encounter bad fairies. Some of them began to express this way when the earth went black And it was an option to begin playing in the lower dimensional frequencies that were brought in at that time. My tip for you is if you encounter any energetic being that you feel unsure or uncomfortable with, ask them to show you their heart. From what I have learned from my teachers, this is because we live with the universal law of free will, where we must be free to to choose what we engage in. And so you can ask them, show me your heart, and they will let you know. They will show you the, their love or lack of love because they are required to. And then you can actually, this has happened to me many times where I have been afraid of something that i felt, but it was only because my human mind didn't actually understand what I was experiencing. I used to feel my guides in the house And I would feel nervous and a little, afraid's a strong word, but I was definitely nervous as to what it was until I realized that it was just my mind not understanding what I was sensing. And so what I did was I I repeated a few things that really helped me and helped tap into the energetic beings that are my guides that are around me. So you can repeat, I am sovereign. Only beings who I invite and are for my highest good may interact with me. All others must leave now. And I repeat this whenever I feel I need to. For a time, I repeated it in the morning and at night. And it really just helped both my mind and also clear away any energies that were around that maybe I didn't want there to be. One of the biggest illusions on this planet is that we are not powerful. One of the biggest illusions is that human beings are weak and we are victims to our circumstances. And so as you begin connecting with the fairy realm, this is a great time to practice your power at any time by stating this. I am sovereign. Only beings who I invite and are for my highest good may interact with me. All others must leave now. And see how you feel as you begin repeating this to yourself. We are powerful. We are as powerful as the fey. We are as powerful as the light beings. The only thing that is different is that we have amnesia. We have forgotten our power. So why am I talking about the fairies now? They have worked with me for lifetimes. I have spent many hours journeying and getting to know them. And they have told me that as the world is shifting energetically, which you may have noticed, you may have been drawn to different people talking about different spiritual things. This is a time when humanity is remembering their magic or their power. Sometimes this is called the ascension, meaning we're ascending in vibrational frequency. And they've told me that this is the time for them to come out of hiding. They want to be talked about. And it is very important for us to rekindle our relationship with them and our imagination. It is your imagination that is the doorway to other realms and possibilities. There is a reason our imagination is snuffed out of us at a young age because it disconnects us from these higher realms. So begin feeding your imagination and that will open the door to other realms and possibilities. Remember the Fae are here to care for the earth and they are in essence her guardians. They see and feel a Big shift happening right now and just like many of us they are being called out of hiding and to bring more light into the world. The fey are the embodiment of magic in this realm and it's time for us to reclaim magic and light as well.